0: Hello, and welcome to episode number 16 of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things holistic health, things that help your body, mind, and your soul. So in this episode, we're talking about Ayurveda. This is going to be a quick introduction. Um, So what does Ayurveda mean, first of all? The word itself means science of life. And this is one of the world's oldest health systems, if not the oldest. It began in India a few thousand years ago. It is a lifestyle system. It's not just a way of going on a diet or exercising. It's an entire lifestyle system. So this consists of eating specific foods that are tailored to everyone's individual constitution. And in Ayurveda, they say that there's three different constitutions, and I'll be going into those in a little bit. And then other things that make up Ayurveda are the daily self-care rituals. They are really big in Ayurveda. And if you listen to this channel or know anything about my message, I talk about self-care all the time. It's one of the most important things in maintaining good health. And then Ayurveda also has a strong, um, they like to do detoxing, put it that way. They, um, They really back the detoxing methods. So um, the way that I discovered Ayurveda was I've I've always been interested in holistic health, but I've been researching it more and more lately. And I found that this was the lifestyle um, method that works the most closely with nature. This is all about being in harmony with nature. So Ayurveda is the clear winner when it comes to um, a system that you can take care of your holistic health with. So the, the system of knowledge of Ayurveda acknowledges that everyone is born with a unique combination of doshas, and these are called uh, constitutions. So um, each of these three doshas is made up of different aspects of the elements. So the elements are earth, air, fire, water, and space. And this is this alone will tell you how how closely Ayurveda is tied to nature, because we are nature, and the fact that humans are made up of these same elements of nature, it's just amazing. and and this is this is what I truly believe is the the best system to look towards if you are really trying to align yourself with nature. So, um, to keep it simple for now, basically every food or herb or spice either helps or hurts your dosha or your constitution. Um, There's a lot of them that are only good for certain types of people. Um, So, you will always be healthy, or that's what they say you will be the most healthiest if you eat the right foods for your constitution. This This also goes beyond food. It also applies to almost anything in life. Once you know what your body constitution is, it becomes much easier to live a lifestyle that supports optimal health. So the system also advises that we eat the foods that are in season, as well as living in harmony with nature in other ways. It it is such a vast system. It's really the only lifestyle that I've found that is based around total harmony with nature. So I'm going to, uh, share with you my favorite, um, resource as far as learning about Ayurveda. Well, actually there's a couple of them. The first Ayurveda course I took was from Sahara Rose. She has a podcast called, uh, it's blind blanking on it now. I'll leave a link down in the show notes because she is a, um, She's, she wrote the book on The Idiot's Guide to Ayurveda. And this was the first book that I bought on Ayurveda. And then I took one of her courses on it as well. And then I've also taken a course by Dr. Mark Halpern. He is the founder of the California College of Ayurveda. And he's really amazing too. So I have learned everything that I know from these two people. So I have a blog post where I actually share a couple of videos One video from Dr. Mark Halpern where he gives a really good introduction to Ayurveda. And um, I, I guess I figure, you know, I would just rather have the experts, you know, the founder of the California College of Ayurveda would probably be able to explain it in a better way than I could. But for the sake of this podcast, I will give a brief overview of basically... Everything that I know about Ayurveda, in a nutshell, I'll try to keep it simple because it's it's a very vast system, like I said, and it's uh, complex, and it and it can take years to learn everything. Um, I've been studying it for probably three or four years now, um, so I have an I have a workbook available in my Etsy shop that's kind of like. The information that I'm gonna talk about in this podcast, it's a kind of a crash course. It's called the Ayurveda lifestyle workbook. So that's the workbook that you can buy. It's printable, of course, like everything else that I make. And then you can download it right away and print it off right away. And you can literally today, you can learn what your dosha is, what your constitution is, and you can learn all the different ways that you can eat better and live better to make yourself healthier. So I'm going to go over the basics of Ayurveda. There are 10 things that I like to say, kind of our general knowledge about Ayurveda. Um, I've already mentioned that it's the oldest health system in the world, uh, goes back a couple thousand years. And this is something that I really trust. And why do I trust that? A lot of people might be like, well, you know, if it's that old, it's outdated and they don't take into account new things. And that's not exactly true. It's kind of it sounds true on the surface, but Ayurveda still takes into account um, like modern things too. I mean, obviously, there were not Ayurveda colleges back in 2000 years ago. There were just people that, you know, they knew how to live healthy and they passed it along and it was more of just a custom, you know, what everybody did. And now there's actually colleges. And so these colleges take into account, um, you know, like the physical, all the medical stuff and, you know, it's growing. It's a, it's an evolving system. And also, I also believe that thousands of years ago, it, things were more simple, of course, and we didn't have fancy gadgets like we have today. And so they learned. They learned what worked. They They lived more natural lives. And that, I think, is the key because what Ayurveda Ayurveda teaches us is how to live in alignment with nature. And that's something that we're missing in our modern world. So the central theme of Ayurveda is basically aligning your, your body, mind, and your soul with nature in a nutshell. If anybody ever asks you what is Ayurveda, you can say it's the science of aligning your body, mind, and soul with nature. It means the science of life or life knowledge and i guess that's something that i think is so um it encompasses everything it's really all you need ayurveda states that if you keep the body mind and soul in a state of balance that disease cannot occur so this is something that i obviously you can't really prove but it's something that they they base everything around so basically there's um oh gosh there's i could go so many directions with this but yeah there's there's the ways that you eat the ways that you live they have to be in alignment with nature and with your constitution and then you are in flow you are in flow with the way nature intended for you to be and disease will happen less I'm just gonna put it that way. I'm not gonna say that it will not occur because even in Ayurveda, people die. (laughs) So obviously uh, it's not foolproof. It's, It's you just gotta do your best. And that's what it's all about really. It's really about maintaining a healthy lifestyle as much as possible. And that's why the term optimal health is important because it's not perfect health, it's optimal. It's the best that it can be with what you are given. So now I'm going to move on to the three body types or the constitutions that I mentioned. These are vata, pitta, and kapha. So I'm not exactly sure how they correlate with the um, Americanized versions of these words, the constitutions. I know that there's endomorph and ectomorph and some other morph. And they basically mean your body. I can explain exactly what these are. So vata is more of a light body. So you weigh less, um, your bones are thinner and you are drier. So it's light and dry. And these types of people usually have digestive issues because they are usually anxious and nervous. And, and that's a, that's a quality of Vata, um, dry. They don't like cold. They're always cold and well, usually always. (laughs) And so, yeah, that's, that's Vata. And then pitta is the opposite, almost, in some ways, anyway, because pittas are usually hot. They're the kind of people that have red hair, they have a lot of freckles, they're always sweating, they are really passionate, they are angry. Those are the pitta types. And their types of body, is usually pretty average, as far as size. And then on the other end, you have kapha. And kapha is the type of body that is bigger, bigger boned. They usually put on weight easier. They're usually, um, they they don't move around as much, so they're more slower. They're also um, more, their body types are producing um, liquids a lot, like phlegm. They're the kind of people that have allergies and they, um yeah, there's, I could go so deeply into those, but I'm just going to give a general. And kafa people usually have really sweet temperaments. They're very nice people. So these, of course, are generalizations, but they are. And, and also, I have to mention here that you can have more than one. You can be like half one and half the other. And here's to, uh, something else I wanted to say. When you are born, you have a constitution that's dominant or maybe you're a little bit of a couple of them but as you grow as you age there will become imbalances in each of these so you might have you might be a vata person but then you might have a kapha imbalance meaning that at that point in time you have developed too much kapha in your body these are really just qualities so what you want the ideal is to Stay true to what you were when you were born. So when you take a Ayurveda quiz to learn what your constitution is, it'll ask you the questions of how you were when you were born and as a child first. That is going to be the the one that you were born with. And there's a word for that, and I'm blanking on it. It's either your Prakruti or your vikruti. Both of them are I, – I talk about them on the blog post, but right now I'm having a ma- mind fart and I can't remember. But basically, one is – what you are what your overall constitution is and then the next one would be any imbalances that you have in the current moment so when you are trying to heal your auto if you're out of balance in one of these areas that's what you're going to look at first like i said this is very oh so in depth and i'm just scratching the surface here So basically, in a nutshell, those are the three types. And you probably already know what you are just from the way that I describe that. And like I said, you can have little bits of both because these are really just, you know, parts of ourselves that everybody has. Everybody has all three, just not in the same amounts. And that's one of the great things about life is everybody's different. So your personal constitution will determine the best ways to live your life to achieve optimal health. And that's why determining your constitution first is the first step. So then the goal of living an Ayurveda lifestyle is to prevent disease before it starts rather than treating it once it manifests. So like I said, um, there are um, ways that you can prevent these things when you know what your body type is. So let's say you're a vata and you're always cold and dry. And then let's say you move to a place that's cold and dry, you're always gonna have that imbalance and you're always gonna be uncomfortable. And that's that might prevent or that might contribute to a disease in the future. So living in alignment with your dosha or your constitution is the goal of Ayurveda. Uh, Ayurveda says that. Disease starts in the mind and only manifests in the body once it has reached a critical point. And this is why it's important to align your, um, you know, your body types, keep them in balance and don't let any of them get out of balance. Living in sync with nature's rhythms is a major part of Ayurveda, both daily and seasonally. And this is when I really started, when I learned this, I really started to dive deeper into daily and seasonal living so this is so crucial to our health and of course depending on what your body type is that's going to determine you know how you eat how you live in alignment with nature because there's different foods that work with differently with different body types so when you hear about ayurveda you might also hear about yoga at the same time yoga and ayurveda are what they call sister sciences that means that they work synergistically together to achieve the same goal that goal is optimal mind and body health so yoga is is something that's usually practiced in ayurveda and it's like i said they go together so well because they really connect the body and the mind which is such a strong connection and such a such a basic foundation of ayurveda so Uh, I I just went over the basics, that's pretty much the basics, and I've got a few minutes here left that I think I'm going to go a little bit more into the doshas, because this might help you, you might even be able to tell by listening to this podcast episode which dosha you are. So, vata is a combination of ether and air. So, these are the ones that make, make it dry, because when you think of air, when you blow air on something, it dries, and it also gets colder. So if you are always cold, if your skin is dry, if you have thin, um, dry hair and you're always putting lotion on and you have maybe like a a scratchy throat, then you're probably a vata, especially if you're really thin and tall. So then pitta is a combination of fire and water. Like I said, pitta is hot. They're always hot. They're, they have um, anger issues many times. Um, They have stomach ulcers. That's something that commonly happens to Pitta people. And then the last one is Kapha, and that's a combination of earth and water. So um, Kapha is, they're very steady because when you think of the earth, it's a very steady, stable um, you know, and that's, that, that's why these elements, you can take these elements and you, what you know about them, and you can look at a person and you can see these elements in these people. So people that are kafa, um, they have the earth element heavily. And so they are sturdy and they're usually bigger sized and they are very compassionate people as well. So that was a quick little, uh, introduction, <laughs> continuation of the doshas. So in my workbook, you can actually go through and see each one and there will be, uh, descriptions of, you know, qualities of your body and your mind of each of these. So if you, um, get that workbook, you'll be able to go more deeply into all of these qualities. So, um, it also goes with your personality as well, not just your body and your mind. But, you know, some people, let, let's say you're really open-minded, you're probably going to be a vata because they are they are more open-minded. Kapha is usually the opposite of that. They are usually the kind of people that are really steadfast. They're really sturdy and stable, and they like traditions. And vata is more of a flighty, bounce around to this to that different ideas so they're a little more open-minded so like I said there's personality traits as well that are different in all of these people and when you first take this quiz it's going to be really fun like everybody loves taking quizzes but this is just a really fun quiz because once you know what you are you'll be able to change your life based on you know what your constitutions are And then um, you can also learn the signs of imbalances. So there are different signs of imbalances for each of these doshas. For example, like I said, anxiety is a very common one in the vata dosha. Now that doesn't mean that people that are kapha or pitta cannot experience anxiety. It only means that anxiety is a vata trait. And if you have too much anxiety, that means your vata dosha is out of balance that means that you can be any of the other doshas and still have an imbalance of the other ones. So it's it's a really fun thing to learn. And um, so, yeah, there, I will leave a link down below in the show notes to that workbook. So that's a, that's a really uh, comprehensive crash course. This is basically the, the pertinent information that you need to know Um, to achieve optimal health according to your dosha. And the workbook also goes into the six tastes. Ayurveda has, um, they really talk a lot about the tastes. So sweet, sour, salty, (coughs) pungent, bitter, and astringent. Those are the tastes and you got to get them in every meal. Or not every meal, but you know, a couple times a day at least they they stress that you get them in every meal but it's not as easy as it sounds <laughs> so there's another phrase in ayurveda that i wanted to mention before i end this episode and that is that eating is so important in ayurveda the way that you eat you you might have heard the saying you are what you eat but in ayurveda this is kind of different it says you are what you digest because The way that you digest food is, it's such a complex subject, Uh, even the way that you eat. If you're eating in a calm, peaceful environment, if you're avoiding distractions, um, how thoroughly you chew your food, how long you eat, other things that you're drinking while you're eating, if you're sitting or standing, what you do before and after eating, all of these things, all of these things are factors. So th- that's another thing that's super important in Ayurveda, and it it really really helps your digestion. Really really helps your health when your digestion is better, and you will notice a difference too. Uh, I've noticed a couple differences in my digestive health as well, and so yeah, <laughs> I I really can't. I mean, if I talk even more about this, this could this could end up being a five hour long. <laughs> show so we're just going to end it now and if you're interested in learning more you can get my workbook and dive deep into all of the information that you need to know you will be an ayurveda expert practically because it's it's just amazing and i'm not going to be able to stop talking about it i love it so much so so i'm going to end this podcast episode right here and thank you so much for listening